with Rodgers, you were like, oh, this is a strong playoff team. If they can get there, just get in the playoffs and Rodgers makes some weird comeback. I'm like, please do it. It'd be hilarious. Come yeah, on. It'd be awesome. But like, don't announce that he's coming back. Just wait till yeah, he runs out of the tunnel. surprise reveal. Yeah. I want it to be like the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be Just music hits. And you're like, oh, God, that's Aaron Rodgers music. <laughs> so it's just like hippie music and like Miles Teller announcing it. Pat <laughs> McAfee obviously announces it. What are you talking yeah, about? <laughs> Uh, and here's a guy who got a million dollars to be on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. I'm paying <laughs> for that, baby. I'm bumping those numbers. It is episode 192 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast. Hayden, we got an absolute legend coming back to the show. Our good friend, producer, Corey LaTondre. Cheesehead on a bye this week, but he skipped his cheese for the week, but he couldn't skip out on Left Side Heavy. Thanks for coming back, Corey. How are you doing, baby? Doing great. The, the best thing about your team being in a bye is they can't hurt you. Nobody can hurt you when you're on a bye. Uh, this just in, the Steelers lost to the bye week. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Actually, they can hurt you. Kenny Pickett, no. <laughs> Matt Canada. Oh. oh. What a bad team. Uh, yeah, my team wins the battle of the bye this week. Uh, Packers over Steelers. Good job, guys. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Are you doing good? How's uh, how's work been? How's life been? How's Corey ah, been? He's great. Uh, you know everything's good. Works fine. Works work. You know, yeah. late night, come home. Work sucks. I know. You know? <laughs> uh, nah, it's all good. It's pretty normal. You know, we're rocking. We're rolling. We're just crushing interviews and talking about stuff. That's cool. <laughs> That's exciting. I mean, the news it never sleeps. Yeah. Don't ask me what we talk about on the show every day. I don't know. The second that <laughs> thing is over, man, it is just like woo, gone in the archives. Every, at the end of every week, I have a meeting with my boss. And uh, they're like, So, what was a great segment this week? So, every Friday, uh, my show ends at like noon. So, at 11 45, I quickly scroll through the shows from that week. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I don't know this one. Okay. <laughs> so I go ten uh, thirty on Tuesday. It was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy so informative. <laughs> yeah. Was it actually? I don't know. And then but... sometimes she follows up with like, "So why? Why did you pick this one?" I'm like, "Well, he's just a great interview." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> I have. Uh, you know how I am jaded. I, the longer I'm alive, the more I am just, why am I doing half the things I have to do at this stupid yeah. job? They're asking me for things. It's award seasons. They're like, ooh, submit segments that you like. And I'm like, all right. I literally today, because we were supposed to send them in, today was the deadline. I had to send in some segments. I asked our technical producer, the guy who's like, you know, Jeff, you know who that is, pressing all the buttons on the board. Yeah. Uh, I was like, hey, 
give me three days between August and today. So he was like, this, that, those. Perfect. Thanks. Just clicked that day, scrolled down to what we used for, call it a mic drop. It's like a moment from the show that seemed interesting. Find whatever it was that day. Plucked that interview. Plucked that interview. Plucked that interview. It was like, these are great submissions for an award. Like, what do you want from me? Stupid. <laughs> Wasting everyone's time. Any, by the way, if we win this award, you know what I get? Not a goddamn thing. Fuck <laughs> off. Lord. Uh, give me a prize. Yeah. Give me cash. <laughs> give me a gift card. I don't yeah. care. Make it worthwhile, you sons of bitches. Give me like a two liter of Coke Zero. Hell Something. yeah. <laughs> Sponsored, baby. Sugar free so I don't get fat. I'll just get cancer. I don't know. What's the Worth difference? I'll die looking good. Yeah. No one wants to go to the fat guy's funeral. So, like, yeah. I'm <laughs> you know how much this... that coffin's going to cost? My mom? <laughs> it's like I'm on this uh, weight loss program. Oh, what is it? Cancer. Oh, my God. <laughs> cancer and cocaine. <laughs> I've dropped 30 pounds this month. Oh, man. Well, but... you don't look good. Like, yeah, but I'm. Super thin. Yeah, I'm ready for summer. It's December. <laughs> Got my summer bod. <laughs> it's December, Jevin. We're really worried about you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> my body is weak and frail. I mean, would you rather be uh like super fr- like people who have like a problem frail, where they're like not necessarily like cancer or anything, but just like super, super, super like anorexic, like that body, mm-hmm. or be like a big fat guy, like a big fat guy, like oh, like on a TLC show. Hey, is this a <laughs> is this question of the week? <laughs> yeah, just let Corey do it. Yeah, this, okay, this is question of the week. Um, that's a very good question. Because on um, the one hand, if you're that skinny, it means you don't eat, right? So, I mean, I guess you could. But you're purging a lot. So your teeth are falling out from the acid from your fucking throw up every day. That sounds bad to have like you're just and you're so slight. The wind could knock you over. Gotta Let's, put a you gotta put a paperweight on you in a convertible. Let's you know? just be honest. Both of these <laughs> fucking suck, actually. Oh yeah, no, it's terrible. <laughs> I'd probably go like super big guy, because at least I'm getting a TV show about it. Yeah, big fat guy. <laughs> I'm kidding. Think TV of all show. the. Have you guys seen the movie The Whale? I haven't. Is I it? believe it's on Amazon Prime. It is. Yeah, I watched it. Good. It's it's a good movie. It is sad, and at times, so gross. There's a scene in which he has like a depressive breakdown kind of thing and he just starts eating because obviously that's how this guy got so fat right yeah how else are you doing it um he's so in pillows inside his body um and he just like he's just stacking food out of his like fridge and just like cramming it in his face it's it made me like queasy watching it like it was that Ugh. good like that just was like it I'm like i don't know what these people go through that obviously they're like 700 pounds but I imagine it is something like that and so bad. I still, however, would pick being the big fat guy, just eating a large pizza as a snack. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I'd go also being the big fat guy because it's like anorexic or bulimic or dealing with a, a like a condition like that physically scares me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like seeing your rib bones and shit like that. It just like there's unhealthy and then there's like, oh, that just looks fucking scary unhealthy. Yeah, I feel like being the big fat guy, it's pain that you're not necessarily feeling like you're slowly or like, no, not slowly. You're killing yourself, basically. But like, oh, yeah, it's more so like a buildup of your arteries and everything else inside. But you're dying because that heart gives out yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like anorexia and stuff like that. I feel like that's severe pain that you're it's it's like self-torture. And I just yeah. don't want I would never wish that upon anybody. So plus if you're a fat guy, you could hide stuff under your rolls and get into uh just smuggling. Yeah, just yeah. smuggle anything. If someone As, goes to search you, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? As if you'd be able to move from your couch. You're in one of those wheelchairs that supports a thousand pounds. You'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, think if we were all just Give huge fat horse. guys, just calling this the big bod pod. Big bod yeah. pod. Just like fucking sitting back like Java the Hut, all on Zoom. Yeah, and like you would have to have the camera way back because you'd have to get our whole bodies. Yeah. yeah. It would be you know, for people. Electric. I need another Diet Coke. <laughs> just make a troll the audience and actually have the cameras like really up close like just yeah. like, hey guys yeah i'm super fat trust me trust me i'm super big we're trying to get that niche audience that honey boo boo audience we oh. look like we look like those people from wally and that yes oh my carrying God. you around those chairs bro that's the future yeah that's the dream yeah actually. people are so much fatter now than they've ever that's, been that's that's america in 2031 Dude. like Convenience is going to be the the death of us all. Yeah. Thank you, Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> I'll be able to drone in a pizza. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. Can Just I get Amazon Prime delivering a pizza? Amazon Prime rib. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how come that? How come he hasn't invented that yet? I don't how know. How come you can't yeah. buy a Prime rib on? If Prime? Donald Trump can do steaks, <laughs> why can't Jeff Bezos do Prime rib? Steaks. The best. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the team of McDonald's. <laughs> they loved it. They yeah. all said this is the best meal they've ever had. Yeah. Big guys and big eaters. <laughs> Man, I watched uh hamburgers. <laughs> watched the Shane Gillis new stand-up. Shane Gillis, oh, me and Hayden have been we, sharing clips from that. It's, we it's could so go funny. on forever with his Shane Donald Gillis. Trump impression. So good, is so good, so good. Spot fucking <laughs> on. Like close Abu, your eyes, you're like that's Abadari him. is dead. <laughs> he died like a dog. <laughs> he whined <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> Just like this is real shit. This is the real thing he said. <laughs> The way he said he's like walking, he's like filming himself walking down to the press conference like it's like NBA post game yeah. and stuff like that. It was so funny. That was good. I'm, it was a very good special. Yeah, he's hilarious. The he's... bit about his Down syndrome cousin. 
<laughs> no, uncle, isn't yeah. it? Oh, it's his no, uncle. Yeah. You're right. You're right. The grilled cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it man. got me. It got me. It nicked me a bit. Fucking hell. Big fan. Yeah, those Down Swimmers kids, they love two things. Tits <laughs> and John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's he doing? Uh, better than all of us, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Like we're all stuck on fucking uppers and Xanax. They're yeah. just on Capri Suns. <laughs> yeah. My uncle sneaks grilled cheese into restaurants just in case they don't have grilled cheese. <laughs> Where I see him fucking... You're sneaking, you're sneaking cheese there, Uncle Danny? You're sneaking cheese there? <laughs> no. So funny. Just 3 a.m. when he's talking about making 10 grilled cheese sandwiches and hiding them in his closet. Yeah. So funny. Gosh, Shane Gillis, hilarious. But, hey, I haven't even got to you yet. You're, uh... Yeah. Long intro. Yeah. No kidding. But good week overall. Just work. Uh, I killed huge. it in fantasy, man. All the leagues I needed to win in, I won in. So nah, I remain 0 and 6. <laughs> Dynasty. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think you got to start selling your players, man. Sell oh, to yeah. Hayden. He's doing really well. The only player <laughs> yeah. I have left to sell is a player I want to keep. And that's Jalen Waddle. Yeah. No, like, that's true. Yeah. Plus, what are you going to get for him this year that's worth moving in a Dynasty league? Yeah. Like, I got offered like some. Stuff. He did get a first uh, and a second for Nick Chubb. That's a great that after he tore his knee. Yeah. Yeah, but we've seen guys come back now from that. Nick Chubb's like a freak athlete, so I won't be surprised to see him come back fully recovered. Me neither, but it's just especially still, at the time of like happening, we yeah. thought it was like career ending. We and saw now the injury. it's not even that <laughs> yeah. that's not even like it wasn't the worst great. thing. His whole leg was ever had. Away and you're like, <laughs> I made a big trade in a league today, if you guys Ooh. want to hear it. Yeah. So in uh in a league where I'm five and one, this is uh oh. the one I'm doing my my best and it's my it's uh one of the leagues I care the most about. I've been in it for a very long time and the money is more than the money like, like it's salaries and Contracts no, 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 no. That's the hockey league. That's the hockey league. That's the hockey league. This oh, is you're a talking fantasy, football. fantasy football league. Okay. Fantasy football league. Um, I uh, I made a big move. A big move today. We're five and one. We Can had I get uh, the scoring breakdown and type of league. Is it a redraft league? Redraft league. Point five PPR. Uh, standard rosters. So one quarterback. Two two running. Two receivers, tight end, flex, defense. Still a fucking kicker in this thing. It is a classic league. Okay, that's it's beautiful. As, it's as vanilla as it gets. That's beautiful. Yeah. Half PPR is the most extravagant thing we do. Yeah. Um, we used to do <laughs> two keepers. We don't even do keepers now. We might bring it back next year, but we, we had a few new guys coming in, and they had to take over teams, and it was a whole fucking thing. So we're like, not clean slate, clean yeah. slate, smart. So boom, just fresh redraft. Uh, my wide receivers, because this is where my trade comes from. Is I've got AJ Brown, Puka Nakua, who is now my fucking wide receiver too. Fire. Um, Marquise Brown, Drake London, da, 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 Chris Godwin, and Terry McLaurin. Not bad at all. So I'm running six depth. deep. Yeah, can't Real really good depth. complain. Yeah, can't yeah. complain. Uh, so today, some dum dum offered me. Uh, I gave up Terry McLaurin. And Drake London, and I brought back Justin Jefferson. 
because he's I mean, unsure I'm how sure. that and yeah. his team needs yeah. it. Like his starting wide receivers this week were like KJ Osborne and uh Downs from Indy. Oh. I mean I get where he's coming from, but Jefferson yeah. also like depending on where the Vikings are at this year, when he comes back. He's coming back. He needs a new I, contract. Was he gonna sit out all year? No, it's his only it's his third year. He can play another year. He can also play. be signed for his fifth year option, which Minnesota's gonna do. Oh, for sure. He, you'd be stupid. So yeah. No, I don't think contract like talks, whatever. He's going to be paid regardless if he comes back or not. But if the Vikings, you know, only have three or four wins and it's not it's looking pretty bleak. Ah, take an extra week off there, Jettos. And it's like, ah, which yeah, I personally make sure wouldn't he... like because I have him in two leagues on <laughs> IR. But yeah, yeah, I need the Vikings to start winning games. Yeah, if they lose the next three games in a row and he's like kind of healthy to come back, but he's only at like 90%. Yeah, you just sit him another week. Yeah, until yeah. he gets until he gets there. 100%. Yeah, I agree. And if they they're have... in like, if they're in the thick of it, then it's like, hey, can you play? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, like next You're Monday, next Monday they go up against the 49ers. Yeah. So mark that as a loss. loss. And then week well, eight. Can you actually though? <laughs> Depends. Do they have PJ Walker? Yeah. Well, I was like, I was do the Vikings Christian. have? Do the Vikings have PJ Walker at quarterback? Because maybe they'll win. <laughs> Ooh, shade. I can't even find them. Where the fuck are who the fuck are they playing week exactly. eight? Oh, the Packers. Oh, that could be a win. Oh, that for could them. be a win. Yeah, that could be. My team's unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We put Preston Smith on really good players and oh. say, go for it. Yeah, Preston Smith's been beasting it. We're this part of the podcast. Gonna lie, Joe just lagged out pretty bad there. Did who's, I? Who's Jeff? Like, yeah. Did you? No? Okay. Oh, uh, no, I was just... Your face was frozen for a bit. A bit. Was it? I didn't yeah. realize. The Wi-Fi has been bad in my room today uh. for some fucking reason. But, yeah. Well, uh, how about we get into this episode, Hade? Let's do it. Um, Shifting guess... to a new form of football. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. We, uh, we want to shorten it. And, you know, we can't get to all of it because everyone loves talking a little bit about the game. Maybe after, depending on how quick it goes, you know, we'll talk about things here and there, what we liked, maybe some games that have no meaning to us, but maybe some relevancy, just not all the games. Takes too much time, but let's kick it off with the first primetime game, the Thursday night stinker fest. Uh, The Chiefs should have won probably 42 to 8, but they kept it close and only won 19 to 8. How many times did they get into the red zone? Like four times and came away with only one touchdown? Yeah, it was. I, what was it like the first? Like three of the first four drives were turnovers. Something something stupid like that. that like I shouldn't think ever happened. Like I think they played Denver, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Casey drove and then. Denver turned it over, and then KC turned it over, and then Denver turned it over, and then KC almost turned it over, but I think it was like a forced fumble, but KC got the ball back. Or they turned it over, but it was a penalty, so it got like revoked or something. Mm-hmm. But 
I was watching that and I'm like, I'm going to go try and find something to do while I watch this <laughs> instead of just <laughs> instead of just watch this because this is hurting my brain. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, those Chiefs just uh, they obviously look decent because they're the Chiefs, but it's just feels like they're and it's funny because last year it didn't feel like this, even though they didn't have Tyreek, right? Like he's already yeah. been gone. But that I, I don't know if it's just because Kelsey's not 100%. So like that smoothness of the offense is a little bit hindered. He's coming off the field a little bit more than he usually would. And all those other receivers are kind of the same. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, I don't know. Maybe Rice turns into kind of the guy here. But just like out of sync. And their defense looks fine. It looks like the Chiefs defense where like they'll make big plays, but they're not really going to shut you down, right? Most like the Broncos fucking suck. So it doesn't look that impressive when you only hold them at that. But so it's just, yeah, Mahomes looks, I don't know if it's Mahomes. that's a little out of sync so far. Just the receivers just constantly letting him down and not being where they need to be. No one's making those crucial catches as much. Yeah. It was a stinker. Stinky yeah. game. I'll be like, whenever I think of Travis Kelsey, I still think of like, Oh, he's what? like, he's getting into his thirties, but like he's 34. And it's mm-hmm. so he's he ain't still up there with those hands, baby. Yeah, Catch like everything he, you throw at him. Like he's still solid and he's guaranteed for at least five like four yard curl routes for a catch to gain yeah. seven yards. Like that's a lock mm-hmm. every single night. But he just doesn't have that pep in his step as much. And like you said, Corey, he's coming off the field just as much. Uh like a, a lot more, at least I should say. And I feel like the only consistent bright spot in this offense has been Pacheco. As He's an like angry past runner. He stomps through the ground whenever yeah. he runs, but he's like, he's become a lock for like at least like <laughs> 70 yards and a touchdown every game. And he just looks very consistent running the ball. Mm-hmm. Mahomes looks shaky, trying to be too cute with passes. Travis Kelsey hasn't got the large gains as consistent as he has this year. And then everything else around that is basically the same, like you said. So Casey will find ways to win, scheme ways to win. Andy Reid, baby. But it's still like not necessarily as confident picking them to cover a large spread or win as I was. Have been for the last five years. Yeah, it's it's funny. We were like kind of in agreement about Kelsey. He still had nine receptions for 124 yards. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but like other games he'll have, like he had like 40 a couple times this year where like you don't see that a lot. As their division plays more and more like shit and continues to lose games, it would almost, and obviously I'm not a doctor, but give him another week off. Like you don't necessarily need every win you're going to get here and obviously they're trying like well home field and that with i guess the dolphins um matters but if you could give him or like the week before or after your buy be like we're going to shut you down for an extra week here give you two full weeks to like rest up try and heal up try and get back closer to 100 because yeah he still has a ton of yards ton of catches but when you watch them play it just feels like He's not quite there. 
Whereas if he yeah. was, it's like he breaks one more of those tackles. He does one more extra thing. And obviously it wouldn't fix their offense. They need their receivers to be better, but you know. I love me yeah. my boy. Yeah. Also, the Broncos are stinky trash. So bad. Yeah. Broncos country. Let's, let's ride. Let's not ride. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> let's cry ourselves to sleep. Like Broncos country, let's do anything else. Yeah. Broncos country, <laughs> we suck. Yeah, that's pretty Bron- much how I'd be feeling. Broncos country, let's walk. Let's Yeah. Let's, let's take a walk, Broncos. Yeah. Country. <laughs> I'm take this horse behind the barn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> someone needs to put a fucking, down. Yeah, someone needs to put a bullet in old Bronco there. Yeah. yeah. My dad showed me a picture the other day and then I I can't remember all the exact details, but it just like kind of broke down what Denver's done the past two years. And it's like nothing. They gave uh like in regards of acquiring Russell Wilson uh, and Sean Payton, yes. they gave up like what three first, three seconds, a third, and a fourth. And they and own all that like money. and they own two hundred and sixty-five million dollars in the next five years combined or some shit like that. Or like it's some ridiculous absurd. amount of money. And I know what the problem is. Jerry Judy. And they're one in five. I mean, it's just holy f- heck. That's let's bad. let's not act like Jerry Judy isn't an issue, but he has. Oh, of course he is. But he has ongoing CTE right now. Like that whole thing that Steve Smith said about him. Did you guys see that clip? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought that was not entirely. I saw Jerry Judy um going crazy on the sideline there walking back but i didn't see the original yeah, so post. basically steve smith made comments about judy uh prior to this game and then was on the field after judy kind of responded to him and so steve smith was going to go up and try and apologize and say like you know maybe some pointers here and there right because steve smith one of the greatest receivers on a most underrated receiver of all time and he just said like words i cannot say and say get away from me or fuck off and so then steve smith went on air and just said that uh about him and one of the funniest things was steve smith was trying to say um a word i cannot say and instead used ninja and the guy beside him was like ninja what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> and and she's like, I can't, I, I, I can't say. It. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, so, but yeah, Broncos, the Chiefs, gotta get better. Question asks for yeah. my sake: Would it be worth it for the Patriots to trade for a receiver like Jerry Judy? Uh, you get I don't cheap. Yeah, if you could get him for like a like a third or a fourth, why not? Fourth and a fifth. Yeah, like I wouldn't because reclamation. Give... Your receivers are all worse than him, so <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> I wouldn't give up a second for him. No, I'll sure. tell you that. No, Mm-mm. not with like the type of shit that he's gone through. But yeah. Anywho, uh, next game we'll move to my depressive episode. Uh, the Texans, despite. CJ Stroud throwing his first interception ever. That's a trophy you can put on your shelf. Immediately, we fumble it and give it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> and then that uh, that that drive, they go down, they score a touchdown, 
Uh, CJ Stroud looks amazing. Looks so and good. Jeb, I, I texted you this. I don't know why I was on this team after. I don't think it says how good the Saints were. I think it says how bad the Patriots are. Because, holy fuck, man. Uh, I wanted to blow my brains out when you have four downs. You're on the opponent 20-yard line. Opponent's 20-yard line. And you have a timeout left. You run four straight plays of running go routes into the end zone. And on not one of those plays did I see Jimmy Graham. On not one of those plays did I see anyone cut towards the middle. It's like, what are we doing? We have a, a timeout and a minute left. And A, we could have won this game off of a field goal if Blake Groupie didn't miss two of his kicks, which he seems to be on a on a miss, miss one week and then hit everything the next week. Obviously, he hit everything in Foxborough, but then he misses a 52 and a 29-yarder in a dome. I don't get it. I, I don't get it whatsoever. Uh, this team pisses me off, and, in, and I'll go back on, like I said, until Pete Carmichael is fired, I will be picking every team that they play against to beat them because there's no creativity. There's no usage or utilization of Michael Thomas. Chris Olave is visually upset on the field because he's not getting the ball because there's no great play designs, and we don't use weapons. But at least we're utilizing Alvin Kamara a little bit better. That's yeah. my spiel. That's what I've kind of noticed is like Kamara's kind of getting used in a decent way. He's um, played great. Yeah. And I don't know why, but like when I thought of like four straight go routes, that's like when you're given the five minute warning at lunch in elementary <laughs> school. Lunch is almost over. All right, just go for the end zone every time. <laughs> they were acting like it was the they were on like the 50 yard line and they only had like a second to go for four straight plays. And it's like, what are we, we got, doing, man? We got all jump ball receivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have all jump ball receivers, but we're not gonna we're not gonna set it up like that. All right. You run a fade route in the end zone, you run a fade route in the end zone. You take it on a double team, and you you just look pretty. Yeah, and that was basically what it was. So you sit, you sit there and smile for the camera. It pissed me off, man. So yeah, done with imagine. this team. I, I can't wait to watch the Jaguars. I hope Etienne has four touchdowns for twenty yards, and Kamara and Michael Thomas get a touchdown, but then the Saints lose, so we can fire Pete Carmichael. More yeah. quick. Yeah. I uh, I'm a legend and picked him to be second in the NFC because I thought their schedule was schedule easy. man. It... But the Saints are making it look so much harder than it needs to be. <laughs> they are man. They are. It's it's fucked. Corey, do you have Corey? anything? Yeah. To... <laughs> I uh, first things first. Mm. Your go route comment. It just. It makes me think of all the games we watch and how absurd sometimes the play calling slash clock management is in the NFL. And they have a whole staff, right, of people. And there's just, I was watching a few games this week and you're just like, why aren't you calling a timeout? Or why would you call that play? Or what are you doing? <laughs> like, it just, it makes no sense watching. And when it like blatantly makes no sense. And you're like, what? 
Why are we doing yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Why would you call that? What is, who are you? So that's hilarious. Secondly, as much as it stings, uh, I love this Texans team. I'm All rooting right. for Texas, Stroud Texas real hard. Texas be on it in, right? Like, I don't Texas think this forever. year, but. Collins is looking year? fire too. Oh, yeah. Nico Collins look, looks great. Devin Singletary and Damian Pierce. Unexpected duo. Uh, Out the backfield. Giant. Yep. Yeah. Duo yeah. Giants. Just, it's fun when a team is supposed to be bad. And then like the Seahawks like they're not, they don't year. look good. Like yeah, they're not like, wow, it's good. but till it's, uh, it's to the point where I'm every week. You're like, why should I pick the Texans? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah pick them, pick the yeah. Texans, baby. And Ride also, with them. And also just like watching Stroud. Ah, just like he's such a, picking that draft or he's what? Such a pro style quarterback. And just such, he's so like, he plays the position just so well he has the look for it his the way he throws the ball he just snaps it out of his hand what and pick, it's just like and was he two two or three? two two yeah and then will anderson was three because they traded Trade back up. up yeah so yeah i thought that carolina should have gone see dress out one he does but, look a lot better but obviously <laughs> like go bryce We'll see in a few years because yeah, I like judging off one year. But Stroud looks phenomenal right now. Looks yeah, strong. Yeah. Stroud strong. Right. And did you have anything else to say? We may have cut you off before. That was it. Oh, go okay. go Texans and uh, Yeesh. I thought Derek Carr was going to look better in this offense. So I don't know Sam. whether I'm not no, blaming see, him or and he's injured and he's playing through like he always does. Or if I'm just blaming your coaching staff. No, no, Corey. I don't know. Like, don't follow what people on Twitter says. Every beat reporter and every other person in the organization, even the even the players, realize it's Pete Carmichael, man. Like they see the head coach like, or the OC, offensive coordinator, Dennis Allen. Buddy can run an amazing defense. He runs an amazing defensive team, but when there's no creativity in the offense, with a lot of playmakers, like, yeah. Like, did you see Jameis Winston like fucking yelling at Kamara? Yeah, and the face and see, he was giving him. That's that's what it that's what it is. Everyone's making the fucking meme where it's like uh Jameis, like, oh, when I throw it, or when I throw a pick, it's a bad thing. Right? Like it's it's not that's not what they're talking about. I bet you anything Jameis is like, what the fuck is this play calling, man? Like we yeah. gotta get you on an angle route, not on a flat, and then <laughs> you have the you're the only person open because everyone's running a go route. Like <laughs> it's just Derek Carr played great. 3250 isn't great, but 353 yards and a touchdown. I mean, you know, I'll take it. Yeah. And only one of those go routes worked. You'd have two. If only we just threw it to someone who was six foot seven, can still 45 somewhat, years old. Can still somewhat box. No, fuck with 45. Dude, same age <laughs> as Travis Kelsey, man. I know he just feels older. He yeah. feels older. I agree. Because yeah, he's but... played on so many teams. Yeah, but I saw that there's this post about um Derek Carr. He was talking about his helmet. And I think he may have been showing I forget who he was showing. Like, I don't know if it was like Jameis Winston or someone, but he had like blockers in the ears so that mm. the fan noise wouldn't impact him as much. Like he can still kind of focus a bit better. 
And then all the comments were saying, yeah, but that just makes his pocket awareness shit because he can't hear anyone. That's why he gets sacked anyone. so much. <laughs> I'm like, damn, it's just tough being a Saints fan right now. They're losing and they're just seeing this post in comments too. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's the biggest problems I have is coaching and the offensive line. The offensive line has played like shit, but we've also, we've also been just depleted. Like, uh, we have. I don't think we've had the same offensive line team or tandem since week two, because of one injury or then two injuries, and then Trevor Penning looking more and more like he doesn't belong in the league because, for some reason, it's either his pass protection or his rush protection is off and on, varying weeks. <laughs> like he was a ru- He's a rush blocker, but then like for a combined three out of the six weeks, he's like shit, but his pass pro has been great. But then it's like the opposite the next game. I don't know. I want to move on. I'm done. Moving on. Let's talk about another depressing team. Jeff. <laughs> next game, please. Same Jersey combo as last year for the Raiders game. Uh, and it did not turn out any different. I mean, just watching Jacoby Myers light it up and seeing Juju Smith-Schuster not on the field just makes me so happy. Yeah. Because yeah. we decided to give Juju a contract instead of him. Same contract that Jacoby got in Vegas is what we gave to Juju Smith-Schuster. So I'm pretty sure we gave Juju less. So, or That's more. We gave more, we gave more money a... to Juju than yeah. Jacoby Myers got. So, okay. Um, Ramondre Stevenson and Zeke got in the end zone. Haven't seen that in a while. Happy to see it. First time but, for Zeke. Uh, yeah, in a Pats uniform. Yeah, can't complain. Um, Zeke's looking like the better back. Um, in the past couple weeks, he's looked a little bit more explosive. Stevenson just runs into every single guard that we have out there. Um, just runs right into their ass. Everything is fucking dumb with this team. Like it just it's it just hurts to watch. Uh, Mac Jones looks like he's panicking every single time he drops back. We continue. Kendrick Bourne is a good receiver in as like a wide receiver too, but I just can't see him as the guy. He's a wide receiver three. Yeah. It's it's like I want to say tank for Caleb, but he can't even fix this problem. So it's like we just have so many holes to fill. Like our like I've said on past episodes, like a lot of teams, our offensive line sucks. So it's not like we're the only one in this boat. But our wide receiver room is probably bottom of the league. Trash. It's mm. so bad. I don't understand why we don't play. Who are the other receivers on that team? So we have Devontae Parker. For some reason, we extended. Yeah. He's so fucking bad. So good. Kendrick Kendrick Bourne's all right. I don't mind. Mm -hmm. I don't mind him at all. Um, We have rookies in um, Demario Douglas. And (laughs) he's he's exactly. No, but like he's. he's, He's the only one with speed on our team. He's a gadgety boy. I wouldn't even say that. Like, I think he's a good slot receiver. He's just 
he's made a few rookie mistakes so Bill Belichick doesn't play him a lot. Mm, but like it. whenever he's on and making plays, he's making plays. It's just like he'll might get fumbled at the end of the play. And it's like he'll be benched for the rest of the game. And it's like, well, that's the only electricity we've had in this team for the past over an hour of gameplay in the past <laughs> all like, day. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's really annoying how this team is being run. We rely on defense and special teams, and our two best defenders and players are out for probably the whole year in Judon and Gonzalez. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's not a lot to cheer about. Um, we've been outscored a billion to like tw- twenty. Something like in that. The past I picked, three weeks. I picked the Patriots to beat the Raiders this week based on the absolute embarrassment the prior two weeks were thinking there's no way this team comes out and loses again after just getting shit kicked for two straight weeks by being outscored. I don't know what it was 50 to six or some bullshit. And then they lost. And I was like, you, you fuckers. You fucking losers. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. So, I think it was 72 to three, Corey. 72 to three the past two weeks. <laughs> Is that yeah. historically bad? Like that's of a two week stretch from any in uh, the, the modern Giants. era of the NFL. The Giants. 80 to one 10. other team, one other time. All right. Kind no, of no, thing? No. Like, oh, no, I guess. No, oh, I guess. Uh, yeah, Cowboys. I guess. Uh, no, sorry. That's actually the Cowboys outscoring 80 to 10. But I, don't know. Like two... I don't know about a single team losing that much. Yeah. Like, no, I guess. It's... Well, the Dolphins. So they put fun. up 70 points. Yeah, but like <laughs> we gave Malik Cunningham a three-year contract to be on the 53-man roster, and he's like a Taysom Hill, but like plays like Lamar, but obviously not as good as Lamar. Don't worry. I'm not a delusional Pats fan. I'm just saying he's like that type of player. You can slot him in at QB receiver. But Damn, coach. Like Juju Smith Schuster is listed as our wide receiver three. Parker's our wide receiver two, and Bourne's our wide receiver one. Bro, your team's so good five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But like fuck. We have Taekwon Thornton. Even with Zeke in the yeah, and Zeke, yeah. All star baby. But we have Taekwon Thornton, who we drafted in the second round a few years ago, and he's been battling injuries. But like he's a basically a deep threat, stretches the field. Which is something we don't have on this team, which is sad. We rely on a guy who's played, I don't know, a few games because of injuries. Mm-hmm. But he's back. He should be playing more. But we probably have to work him into the year a bit more coming off an injury. But like DeMario Douglas and Kayshawn Booty, they are good route runners that provide a spark in terms of speed and they create separation. It's just that Bill doesn't like isn't a huge fan of playing. He doesn't give a long leash to rookies. And as soon as they screw up once, he takes that away and puts them in the doghouse, which is unfair. Do you think instead we played Devontae Parker and Juju Smith Schuster, who can't create separation, which is their only fucking job. Well, he's got those bad knees. (laughs) Why did we sign him? I think the key to you guys unlocking your offense is to sign a small white receiver. (laughs) Historically, it's been a good move for you. 
So yeah, if you I'm can get sure out there's there. a guy coming out of the draft named Ulian Gentleman. Like, yeah. Uh, Ulian <laughs> Gulian. Yeah. <laughs> Just something, you know, I think it would really help. Are there any uh, good, you know what you should have done? You should have got Adam Thielen this year. Ooh. Yeah. That would be good. Strong white. It's the, it's the key to the Patriots, baby. Should have got Ryan Johns from fucking Walmart in New England. You might be able to run a route decent. <laughs> the sequel to Invincible. Uh, he's only ever played. He's only ever done Walmart. track. Yeah. <laughs> you ran a 4-2 once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I was on. Sure, steroids. he was on that slow-moving thing at the airport that moves you a little bit quicker. <laughs> but fuck, he still ran it. But oh, yeah, no, it's it's been very tough. Uh, our first round pick, left guard Cole Strange, who's a third round pick at best. Bill tried to be cute with it. Um, he sucks. So <laughs> <laughs> there's just he sucks. Everyone sucks, and I I hate my life. Yeah, it's just it's terrible. I, I wanna I wanna try Malik Cunningham at quarterback for a game and just to see, because I just want to watch something different than what I've seen the past three weeks, and. We, it just sucks because we lost and moved down the draft order, which mm-hmm. sounds backwards, but mm-hmm. it happened, which is unfortunate. So I'm just hoping everyone starts winning and then we can get a top three pick just for Bill Belichick to trade back into the second round. But yeah, Perfect. that's on to Buffalo next week. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, and speaking of Buffalo, actually, Buffalo. Uh, barely hangs on to the Giants. Buffalo. Am I reading this they'd, correctly? They'd Buffalo. It, it was a look. They were looking ahead. They were preparing for New England. So a huge look prepare. ahead spot. Yeah, this yeah. was the trap game. This yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, division Jeff, rival. Obviously, you said you're like, oh, let me tell you it on the podcast. And literally, as I read that text, I went to Twitter, and that was the first thing I saw. I'm like, ah. Buffalo got bailed out hard. <laughs> yeah. But they're not going to call it back-to-back plays. <laughs> especially mm-hmm. on the same receiver. Yeah, especially on the same receiver. And I so, thought the second one was worse than the first one. It yeah. looked that way. It looked that way. I will agree. Like that It jersey, was that way. That it jersey grab, like, I was like, no, I like he literally can't lift up his second arm because he's pulling the left mm-hmm. side of his jersey down. Like that's more than just accidentally bumping his shoulder. And I hate that about the NFL is they will like it that exact scenario. They well, we rarely call will call back to back in like for the same thing. You're like, but it was egregious. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> it's like, like it wasn't like a ticky tack call where you go, yeah, they're letting him play. It was like, well, no, he held his arm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The man whose job it is to catch the ball couldn't lift his arm up to catch the ball. Yeah. So, nah, let's, let's, I, he's like, I want to go home. <laughs> I'm running late. He's like, that train, I'm going to miss it. Yeah. No, it was, wasn't great. Buffalo didn't play amazing, but like Josh Allen kind of played above that by having some outstanding moments in like the back half of the fourth quarter. So yeah. Josh Allen, the worst, best quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he like sometimes he, so good, sometimes just bad. You know, what is happening here? 
But then you'll have like an insane rollout and throw it 35 yards to digs. And it's like, oh, wait, yeah. Josh Allen is the best player in the world. And then again. he goes on a heater for four weeks and you're like, damn. Yeah. And then he has a game where you watch him. He is Brett Favre. That's who he is. He's a bigger, faster Brett yeah, he's, Favre. He's a, he's a way more athletic Brett Favre. Yeah, I, I can, because I can guys train that. better now and, you know. <laughs> lift weights in college. Brett Favre is, couldn't uh, hurdle. He's an athletic. Yeah, Brett Favre, he threw the ball in the pocket. He scurried around a little bit in his youth. But even then, you're like, no one's doing this really. couple yeah. of guys. But yeah, he just stays out there. He's slinging it. You're like, what? I would love to be able to just have a GoPro on you so I could see what you saw when you threw this ball. I mean, that touchdown he threw to that, uh, to the tight end, I'm forgetting his name. But Austin he Knox. fit it. No, not Dawson Knox. I don't think he no, was active. Kincaid, no, Kincaid? Kincaid wasn't active. Are you sure Knox uh, was? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure Knox was. Could have been, been his though. third string. It was like yeah, let me look. more. It was Morris. Yeah, that's right. Markeith Morris. Uh, yeah. Micah McFadden. No, nope. nope. That is the Giants. <laughs> Whoa! This is a sports podcast. Uh, 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 um, Quentin Morris. Quentin Morris, yeah. Household yeah. name. Yeah, he fit, it, <laughs> he, fit it, he fit it into like a very small window about the size of my MacBook here. Yeah. In between two helmets right into Morris's mitts. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Great throw. Amazing throw. But then on a fourth down, I think it was probably to Knox, he underthrew him by like five yards and Morris had to die for it when no one was around him. And I'm like, Josh Allen, you can sling it a mile, but you can't make this... Simple, simple pass here when you needed it most it was like a third and eight mm-hmm. with like a minute left in the game one score game and i'm like you know what now your kicker has to try and kick a 55 yard field goal where mm-hmm. uh, you could have had a first down and lock the game away and it's like but you decided not to do that i don't feel very confident picking almost any game this year in the NFL. Yeah. There are outs like, okay, obviously like, yeah, the Niners lost this week, but out like they're the one team that I feel confident picking. And yeah, if a team's playing, if Buffalo is playing a New York giants, you're like, I feel confident picking them. They might lose, but you, there's a level of confidence there. There's maybe what four or five teams that you like have some semblance of real confidence in. There's not even anymore. There's the Niners, right? There's confidence there. Yeah. Even like the defense is just good enough that you're like uh, the the Browns defense they played this week is one of the best defenses in the league, I think. So even if McCaffrey's out for a period of time, you're like I still think the Niners can hold most teams and score enough points. They're a team I feel confident picking most of the time. I still feel confident picking the Chiefs. Maybe they're not going to blow anybody out, but there's like a level of confidence. I have a weird level of confidence in the Dolphins just because they can score at will a lot of the time. So you're yeah. like, it's, it's, oh, well, is the team they're playing going to be able to put up 28 points? Cause they might have to, and your most teams can't seem to do it. The Eagles, I still have a decent amount of confidence in to pick. Mm-hmm. Am I, maybe the, maybe the Bills? But outside of that, really, there's every other team, even the garbage teams outside of Carolina. I have no confidence in. Um, 
Bengals used to be like that for me, but now, now the Bengals are in that mushy middle. Yeah. I don't trust the Cowboys. I, like the I don't. I don't even. I trust the Lions. They're at the top of the of the teams I don't trust. Like they're almost there, where I'm like, I want to pick them, but I don't have like confidence when I pick them. Where I'm like, oh, that's a. I'm not really thinking about it. When you go down and you look at the list, and you're like, click, 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 click. They're not a team that I'm like, oh yeah, click. Where some of the other teams, I feel that more. And I just this year feels like such a fucking shit show. That yeah. Some weeks, like Tampa Bay, I'm like, I don't know what I'm getting out of the Bucks every yeah. week. I don't know what I'm getting out of the Commanders. I don't know what I'm getting out of the Falcons because they all have the capability to play well. And then they just fall flat on their face. There's a few teams that like, yeah, so far this year, the Patriots, you probably pick against them. You're picking against the Giants. Most of the time they look like a dumpster fire. You're picking against the Panthers. Like there's some teams, but then you, it's like the Texans. All of a sudden you're like, I have no confidence to pick them to lose a game. Yeah. It, it, the, the Baltimore Ravens. I have no confidence. The Cleveland Browns. I don't have confidence. Every fucking team outside of two to five teams, you're like, I don't fucking know. I yeah. don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm it's just not easy. This closing year. my eyes and throwing darts. Yeah, like I'll see like like for example this week. I don't know if I'm going to pick, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Like Falcons are plus two and a half to Tampa. <laughs> to me, that's just like Atlanta. But also, I'm like, I don't know what Ritter am I going to see. Yeah, like, is he going to be three pick Ritter? Or like, am I gonna like see two touchdown average Ritter, 106 touchdown. yards. Yeah. yeah, like I don't like. Is Pitts going to get more than thirty eight yards receiving? Because like, if he's not, then I'm not picking them plus two. <laughs> That's a team that needs to like, can a coach. It's just like I don't know what I'm getting. Like, yeah, like with you, Corey. So it's just like I see like your Packers. I saw him against Atlanta. I'm like, oh, plus two. I'm just going to pick a money line. Mm-hmm. Now they lost by one. And I'm just like, ah, Jordan Love. I needed yep. you the most. I don't know what I get out of them every <laughs> yeah. week. I need it's... They need Aaron Jones back in the lineup. Oh, uh, yeah. He's the one who sparked that whole fucking thing. But I love Aaron Jones's lineup, like stat lines so much. Like 48 rushing yards, 59 receiving yards, four total touchdowns. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> the man makes it happen makes yeah <laughs> i love it so much so funny but last yeah game. i just want to touch on one more thing hey uh cory you talked about like time management and stuff like that tyrod mm-hmm. taylor oh end of the in, first half calling an yeah. inside zone with 13 seconds left in the half with no timeouts was laugh out loud funny he audible to that <laughs> it's like no yeah no something that will stop the clock a hundred percent i i don't know because the bills knew what they were doing they're like no we're just gonna sit on top of you until they force which honestly that should be a fucking penalty it should be like the refs obviously like the guy's laying on him five seconds after the play's over they're the only two on the ground and he's still just laying on him holding him down you're like you you know the refs know the time's ticking down that like they might not have enough time to get this playoff and the guy's laying on him. It's not like a regular play where it doesn't matter. Like, you know, what's happening here. You know, that's a delay of game. Like, how do you not like, it just seems so obvious to just be like, yeah, flag, like, fuck you. Don't try. And we know what you're doing. It was not sneaky. And you were there long enough that 
you'd be like that. That's not football. That's you laying there killing the clock. It's like soccer when they fall down. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like this is kind of like the tush push, you know, where it's like a play. If you don't like it, then don't fucking run. Why are why are you why are you audibling to a run? Oh, 100 percent. No, it was a fucking terrible call. Terrible don't get me wrong. Call. So you know there's what? nothing if wrong the with Bills, the tush push, by the, the way. Bills, the brotherly shove. No, is a great nothing. Play. Nothing wrong at all. I'm not saying that there is. I'm just saying I always tried it five you, times and didn't get it anywhere. Yeah, if you can do something do to disrupt the team. By God, do it. Until no, but there's a difference between it. Do it. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like that should be a penalty. Like it is a delay of game. He is literally delaying the game by purposefully laying on the player so he can't get up to get the ball to try and get that last snap off. It's, it's it, like what else do you call delay of game for besides a, delaying the game? It's not a natural process of the game to yeah. just lay on a guy purposely for extended periods of time after the play's dead. You can count like three fucking Mississippis on him. <laughs> yeah, you get off right away once the play's dead. You get off. But like all of a sudden now he's lying on... It's it's unnatural for the flow of the game to just lie on somebody like that after, unless you're buried underneath the pile. But yeah. like the tush push, that's become a part of the game that the Phillies have integrated and have perfected. And it's just... If every team could get low and push, it, yeah. If every team could do it, no one would be complaining. But since they can't do it as good as them, now but they want to Wild him. call. That's like, like that. Like Tyra, that's why you're not a starter, buddy. The tush push takes skill. Delaying the game like they did to Saquon does not take skill. It takes, it obviously takes like, I know what I'm doing, but it's like anyone can do that. And I just think it's kind of like, it's a delay of game that penalty. field goal. Yeah, no, I didn't it, even run that last play. It's been like, fuck it, take these points. You're absolutely don't risk anything. right. That is also like, I guess we've seen from multiple teams in the league now. Uh, I mean, we've seen every team lay on someone else's player. I've never, ever, ever seen it get called in my lifetime. Yeah, don't think we ever will. It's just for sure. And I like, <laughs> don't make us, and I don't call. think it should be called like, even if, if it's the second quarter and there's 10 minutes left, and a guy lays on a guy for a few extra seconds, who cares? Like, you're, yeah. the NFL does right, like not follow the same rule book a... at every point in the game anyways. No. They call a game way different in the last minute of a game than they're calling it in the first quarter. So you can take second, discretion yeah. with it. So yeah, you almost never see it called, but when there's such an... it just I Watching it in real time, I was like, Shouldn't that be a penalty? <laughs> Shouldn't yeah. like the ref be like delay of game defense, like free play Lying down just because right? Like, cause you know, you're not like, you know, the intent is there. Yeah. The biggest question is, would they still have ran it if they had a free play? I would assume they would have kicked the field goal. <laughs> Probably because with no time left. Yeah, I don't think Dable, he saw that audible and he's like, I'm not letting Tyrod back on the field. To do another play, Jones, <laughs> yeah, get the fuck wild. out there, right? Now. What an insane <laughs> Sir, I'm not dressed. I that wasn't a question; it was a statement. Get the fuck <laughs> get out, out there, there, Daniel. I don't know, Coach. My <laughs> <laughs> cross-eyed yeah. fuck. Yeah, no, it was a crazy game, uh, crazy ending to the game. That, yeah, mm -hmm. it was just. Also, mm -hmm. love these Bills uniforms. Yeah, the red uniforms are nice. I yeah, catch up, boys. Okay. Big time. Uh, last game. Uh, the 
Dallas Cowboys uh, hold off against the hopeful Chargers. The Chargers. Okay, the Cowboys. Chargers it again. Chargers games are the same every week. The Chargers are going to charge her, baby. <laughs> Herbert has the ball for the last minute and nothing happens. <laughs> or no, Chargers have a lead. Ooh, even better. Chargers half- bingo. At halfway through the fourth quarter, blow it. Get blow close to scoring lead. a touchdown, miss a field goal, and then can never get back in the end zone and they lose by four. Two yeah. teams I do not feel confident in. I agree, Corey. I Chargers, I want to, agree. but I can't. No, I can't. No. And the Cowboys, I think, are the biggest paper tiger in the league. I don't like... They're a team that people are like, oh, the Cowboys this year look pretty good. And I'm like, sure they do. They look good. <laughs> and they will not win. No. Yeah. They're just... They're not gonna... It's never their They have year. the pieces. They have all the pieces to win. But I just... There's just something about it. Mike McCarthy's not very good. He sucks. Uh, he has not <laughs> you would know with the NFL. Hand. You would know no. firsthand. I do. I do yeah. know firsthand. Yeah. He was fine for a while. And then it's just like, yep, he did not. He hasn't changed. It's like, no. oh, wait, maybe it was Rogers. That was. <laughs> yeah, he was the problem. <laughs> yeah, it was the MVP. He was. The... No, I was saying it was Rogers that was winning these. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> My boy. My it's sweet, like, oh, sweet wait, boy. Maybe. Do you see the... him without. He's just standing there whipping balls around. Yeah. He's wearing shoes a couple okay. weeks after this let's, thing. Let's not all act. Guy's like going to be back next week. Athlete, okay. I mean, most people are in boots at this point still. Uh, most normal people. I think most athletes probably would be too. Yeah. A couple I, weeks just on the field walking around, yucking that ball. He doesn't even yeah, have a splint or anything or like, and like he has usually like walking boots. Like, yeah. Just like, admit it. Crystals work. <laughs> crystals or magic mushrooms Corey? both <laughs> darkness <laughs> i mean let's be honest though mushrooms are probably way better for you than any of the other shit that they're getting given by team doctors and stuff Jam to and take. needles into your bones yeah <laughs> like <laughs> shrooms and weed are good. probably if every athlete did that injuries yeah. wouldn't exist just don't you have a broken ayahuasca juice. Oh, you have a broken femur Here's two grams of mushrooms and a full bowl. Just go crazy. We'll see you game kickoff tomorrow. <laughs> it's just back. Ah, I saw myself. <laughs> I asked him to heal me. Yeah. Oh man, I would. I don't think he he'll come back and play this year. Just it's like what a it's too risky. But oh, yeah. uh, man, what a wild season it would be if the Jets can. Because again, the Jets outside of. Zach Wilson have the talent to be a good team this year. With Rodgers, you were like, oh, this is a strong playoff team. If they can get there, just get in the playoffs and Rodgers makes some weird comeback. I'm like, please do it. It'd be hilarious. Come yeah, on. It'd be awesome. But like, don't announce that he's coming back. Just wait till yeah, he runs out of the tunnel. surprise reveal. Yeah. I want it to be like the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be Just music hits. And you're like, Oh God, that's Aaron Rodgers' music. So it's just like hippie music and like Miles Teller announcing it. Pat McAfee obviously <laughs> announces it. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, and here's a guy who got a million dollars to be on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. <laughs> Paying for that, baby. Bumping those numbers. Yeah. Getting a cut. But yeah, um, Herbert, 
he has been he's been my favorite for a while or one of my favorites because i picked him off off, uh waiver wires rookie year he hasn't really improved since his rookie year he's been kind of the same and it's made me sad because he's like chargers are gonna charge her herbert's really good but he's also like made some questionable decisions with the ball that haven't resulted in the best case Ontario, but Keenan Allen is turning back the clock and looking really good. But this was a battle of teams that should be playing better than they usually perform. That's right. Herbert, a younger, more talented Kirk cousins. Kirk cousins. Sometimes they're just like, man, they put up a lot of stats. Yeah. And they lose a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Losing a lot of games you think you should win, huh, guys? Yeah. No, it's... Yeah. Join the party. That's upsetting. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that was NFL Week 6. Is there any other games, moments, or whatever that you guys wanted to touch on? Um, I think uh, it's just wild that Tyreek Hill's, Tyreek Hill's on pace for 2,300 yards. Back and it's camera. week six. Yeah, that was pretty cool. He yeah. needs 184 more yards to be at a thousand yards. Yeah. Already. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Uh, it's, it's gone to the point where Tua just needs to throw it as far as it can, and Tyreek will just run under it. They, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that should be a play they try once every quarter where it's just like, Go. <laughs> it's like, oh, Tyreek's getting pressed, and I can only see a single high safety. Yeah. Go. Even <laughs> if you don't see a single high safety, just like just once every quarter, you just bomb it out. You're yeah. just like, here we go. They'll never be expecting it and cover two men. That's right. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> Surely it's, they don't think they can run through the whole of us. <laughs> it's wild how Tyreek Hill is built as a human. Yeah. Uh, I guess like. I can say one thing. Uh, my what the fuck game, I guess. If I want to continue that segment. Uh, the New York Jets and the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the the Jets. Their defense is good. Confirmed. Their defense is good. Yeah. Hot take. Uh, Philadelphia, you got absolutely smacked upside the fucking head. Jalen Hurts needs to Yo. fucking be Jalen Hurts, man. What the fuck is mm-hmm. this? That. Last interception may have been the worst interception I've so seen bad. in a very mm-hmm. long time. It wasn't even Big close. Yeah, I don't know what his deal is. Another, just that offense, like AJ Brown, they've got it that figured out. But yeah, he's been maybe, looking good the past few weeks. Maybe Julio Jones saves them. Oh, yeah. Julio. <laughs> That's yeah. Julio Jones. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts needs to start running the ball more. Yeah, it I was feel like that game. that feeds into like his swagger. Like when he gets moving and gets the blood going, then all of a sudden that offense hits a bit more of a rhythm. But it's almost like they're the Eagles are saying, "We paid him all this money, let's not get him hurt." Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, be a pocket passer, and you're like, that's not his strength, and not what Let you him paid him both. for. He didn't. Yeah, he's make, a dual guy. He didn't make this money by being a pocket passer. He made. He gave you guys reasons to give him this contract because he mm-hmm. ran the ball, and now you yeah. don't want him to run the ball? That's he should fine. be running sense. like six to ten times a game. At least. And yeah. getting 50 to 100 yards. I mean, he's a lock for a four-yard rushing touchdown every week. 
I mean, if he's a lock for two yards every time they do that push, it should be a lock for four yards when he tries yeah. to run. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, San Francisco, given their first loss, Brock Purdy was like nine for 20 at one point. He looked pretty bad. Yeah, yeah he looked Ooh. pretty bad. Um, McCaffrey and Debo out with injuries. Who saw that coming? <laughs> uh, I don't the think guy McCaffrey who's injury is going to be out. Yeah, <laughs> that you decided this year to be like, you know what we should do to keep him healthy? Run him into the ground. Yeah, I was, I was just say, <laughs> him forty touches a game. Nothing from what uh, Carolina did with him. Your team's so good. Yeah. McCaffrey should be touching the ball fifteen times. I get if you're losing, sure you up it, you up it. But like if you're having a normal game script, just don't use him so much. Don't be throwing. Mitchell's screen. good. He's hurt though. He's hurt. Another use any prone. running back. Use he, use check. He was he was in the game. Elijah Mitchell was, but Jordan Mason, man, yeah, he's, he's good too. He's... He came in after and scored a touchdown. Any running back in their yeah. system looks fine. Yeah, don't be throwing screens to McCaffrey when you're up forty-two to thirteen. Just yeah, when you when happen. you're up, like if that team is up by twenty points at halftime, sit him. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, hey, who's a hey, who's the best player in the league? Who's like the best open field fucking guy that can't stay healthy? Let's not use him every down. Yeah. Be what are you doing? With it. Need to be more smarter it. with that. But... Hopefully, I want to be healthy. He's so exciting. He's so fun to watch. So many good players are hurt. I know it's That's tragic, but yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to really touch on. I think we kind of um, hit the biggest points of it so week seven favorite bets looking forward to for next week for the nfl um what do you got Corey? you came with some ammo i did this week at? i was embarrassed last time i didn't know it was the thing we were doing and then i fucked it up so this week, i have three i've got lions plus three love that against one. The ravens yeah i got the rams minus three against the Steelers. I feel like the Steelers yeah. are bunk. Garbage team on offense. I feel like the Rams bunk. can score four more points than them. And uh, I have the over 51 and a half in the Eagles-Dolphins game. Ooh. I don't think the Eagles' Where strength is stopping the pass. I was just on the score app. Okay. I didn't go on a fancy betting site. I feel uh, it's probably close to that anyways. Or close enough. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it I don't... was. I, th- I thought I got it at originally 54 because I'm I'm on that train, but I have it at over 52. Yeah. I feel like the Eagles can't stop the pass very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and they're going to be forced to score. Yeah. And, and they, they can score because the, the Dolphins aren't like all stars uh, on the yeah, defensive side. Bradbury of the looking very badberry right now. Hi, <laughs> Booberry. That's those are my picks. Those are my picks. Uh, game of the week Green Bay, Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Is it 1996? <laughs> John Elway versus Brett Favre. <laughs> or like 2013 Rogers Payton or something. When was oh he on God, Broncos? Yeah. That works too. Manning Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I don't necessarily know. I'm gonna go. I have I have some bets, Trevor. If you want yeah, I have first. some here. I got it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go Dolphins plus two. Yeah. Eagles. I think getting them plus money is a risk I'm willing to take mm-hmm. just because of they can put up points. Plus two, uh, yeah. 
I'm gonna tail Corey and go Detroit plus three. I really I had my eye on that before um you stole it from me. Gotcha. And then I'm gonna go Bills minus eight and a half. Hedge my bet here. Hedge my happiness. Mm. I'd be really upset if they win by like six. And then I'm like, <laughs> that's exactly fuck. how it'll happen. Yeah. Can but... the Patriots score eight points? No, see, Jeff, you... <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you should take the Pats plus eight and a half, actually. I think that's how. Ooh, uh, that's hell for him. That's that's a lot to ask for, Hayden. We it's set at eight and a half. Yeah, the Bills have... win eight to nothing. <laughs> we could sh- we could shut him out, and I don't know if they'd cover. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Even being that's plus true. money, they it's they're yeah. They'll find a way. Yeah, they'll find a way. I like that. Life that's finds fine. a way, like Jeff Goldblum says. Sure. All right. <laughs> Here's a bet. It's from Jurassic Park. Here's bets. I yeah. A while ago. Fuck you. Has been a while. Old man. Um, (laughs) I like the Chargers money line this week. Speaks to me, guys. Bold. It's speaking to me. Okay. Don't know why it just is. Uh, I mean, the way that the Chiefs have played the last couple weeks, and for everything that we talked about, kind of slow. You know, it's a divisional game. You can see them, the Chargers getting up for it. Uh, Green Bay and Denver. Why is it set at 45 and a half? I don't know. Uh, I'm taking the under. <laughs> and then, like Corey, I'm taking Miami versus Philly over 52. Uh, for me, as per bet, 365. I really hope that that game doesn't disappoint. I'm just gonna say it has it all the markings to be the oh, no, I mean, that game will Miami probably Philly. disappoint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have no faith in my own team, let alone the stinky old Broncos. No, the Eagles Dolphins game. I it's oh, one of those ones where you look at it on paper and you're like, this should be the most fun game of the week. And we sometimes those Sunday ones are game. just stankers. Yeah. That's I. every Chargers Chiefs game. I yes. I.e. San Francisco versus Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it just was not close. No. At all. But yeah, I'm surprised Green Bay Denver is at 45 and a half. Denver hasn't put up more than 20 points in the past 17 weeks. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's a professional football team. Like, I don't know if that stat's actually correct, but I just keep seeing if they average more than 21 and a half points, they'd be 15 and three in the past 17 18 weeks and it's like no, that's, that's their the average Saints, is buddy. their average is like 16 or something like that so 45 and a half now it's going to be like a slug fest 31 to 30 and oh, it's going to crush the over i mean that's oh yeah. it's that's always exciting imagine, when your team plays an exciting game yeah. that's what i imagine like bad games to happen you know what i mean like yeah I want them to be so bad that their defense is terrible, but yet their offense somehow clicks, but it never yeah. happens. It's both teams are so bad and the defense gets so lucky. Yeah. Inept. Yeah. Very, pretty much. That's what I'm thinking this like commanders giants game is going to be. It's just going to be very weird. Good game. Or that game's going to be a banger. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just feeling like, <laughs> like somehow... Oh, McLaurin's got 120 yards and two TDs. And it's 13 to 10. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, 
So good. But uh, all right, let's go to NHL week one. Week one is in the books for the NHL hockey season. And uh, lots have happened um, since then. So I'm just going to, Corey, as a guest of the show, ask you, have you felt about first week of the NHL so far? Kind of ranging across the league and your likes and dislikes. I feel like I get so wrapped up in the NFL that hockey takes a back seat for the front chunk of the games. Mm-hmm. I think because there's 82 that I it's like you slowly wade into it. Yeah. <laughs> like there's like these games. I, first of all, I hate when people say like, Oh, you can afford to lose a few at the beginning. You can't lose them at the end. Be like, they're all worth the same amount. So yeah. what are we talking about? If you won those couple games at the beginning, you wouldn't have to win them at the end. Uh, but just everyone's it's the first 10 games of the NHL is like the first two weeks of the NFL. Where mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. Everyone's kind of the Canucks beat Edmonton twice. When you're like, that's not that never happens. This isn't how it's going to go all year. Yeah. I thought but, Edmonton was going to win 8 1 game two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Like, yeah, you definitely yeah. thought you're like, oh, they'll bounce back. And then Edmonton, I think, wins today. Like, they were up 4 nothing. I don't know if they won 4 nothing. Yeah, I'll but, a quick score update here, but continue. So I don't know. I just, I need to let. They all need to get to 10 games played before I can form an opinion about somebody, I think. Uh, it's nice to have it back. Yeah. Great to have all the sports basketballs back in like a week. So hockey, basketball, and football all going at the same time. I'm in. Baseball ending? Baseball <laughs> ending. I'll, and The best thing about <laughs> baseball ending right here at the end is I would watch, uh, I'd, I'd tune in for some World Series baseball. World Series baseball is cool to watch. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch cool. that, but I won't yeah. watch any other baseball. I'm not watching. I'm not watching the game sixty two ALCS really. Like, <laughs> if it happens to be on and it's game seven, sure, yeah. I'll watch it. I with love three, sports with three outs left in the ninth inning. Yeah, right. I'm watch like, okay, one pitch. Be like, I'm oh. tuning in for this. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's, it's great to be back. It's game was, 120 and the Dodgers on yeah, a 10 right? game losing streak, but yet still hold the top of We're the NLCS. We're at the top of the 18th. <laughs> no one scored. We're into hour four of the next yeah. day of this game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the doubleheader starts in one hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the Brock Bester scoring four goals is my highlight so far of the year. Oh, 100%. We all want him to get to 30. Finally, so it's like, hey, yeah, just pretty sucks. good start. He was at 29 when he got his back absolutely ruined. Yeah, and then now he's just never been the same, and it's just so sad to see. Four goals in three games—that's pretty good. Can't ask for much more. <laughs> hey, what about you? How have you felt about the first week of the NHL season? Well, I lost my first week in fantasy. That was kind of tough, um, but it's good. It's been good, man. I was hoping for a little bit more, but beggars can't be choosers. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And and kind of like what Corey was saying, the the hockey season you kind of gotta merge your way into. You can't go screaming down the highway right off the rip because no. there's like a ton more weeks of this to go, mm-hmm. and. 21 more weeks. 79 more games to be energized about. It's a lot easier to be energetic for each game of a football season because you have a week to build up the energy and there's only 17 of them. 
Whereas back-to-backs, it's just like, you kind of just got to, there's a lot going on at one time. And with this like frozen frenzy ahead that we like talked about, the NHL red zone, I'm excited to see how they work it just because of how fast-paced the NHL is and how much things are going on at the same time. Oh, yeah. Like, how can you cover every power play hit, highlight, that kind of thing? Hockey's just so fast-paced, it's going to have to be a lot of (laughs) rewinds and stuff like that. But I'm excited to see how it is and that they're not committing to a full year of it and just it be shit for a whole year. But let's go into some uh, quick kind of things around the league, what happened and stuff like that. Um, oh, wait, I, I just want to, you know how, yeah. like, the zone says, like, oh, we got the Octobox? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got the Hexadecagon box here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to specifically look up the 16-sided polygon with the name. Yeah. <laughs> Try watching all of this. <laughs> You're like, what the? Was that and on your screen on the on the middle bottom left there? We got <laughs> Five rows Third down. Third from the left. Yeah. <laughs> Five rows down, three over. Um, you need an 80-inch TV to follow along, folks. You got Victor Arvidsson laying a bump against Ryan Reeves. <laughs> like, okay. Some guy trying to say the European names. Yeah. Hajalimerson? Um. <laughs> oh, so funny. But, yeah, let's bounce around the uh, NHL week one. Connor Bedard, he's been kind of the highlight building up to this NHL season. He breaks the record on his debut with uh, 1.43 million viewers on ESPN. Um, I forget what the previous record was. I was looking for it, couldn't find it, but he Seven. set the record. And uh, yeah, it's um, people were waiting. And then his next game against Boston. He basically set like pretty close to the same amount of viewers. So I guess they've marketed him on like they're on the boys doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks good, which is most important. He has three points in four games. Not too pretty bad for rookies. How handled himself well, but like overall, what have you guys thought about? Kind of Bedard and even Chicago overall, they've been pretty competitive. And um, they brought a ton of vets into this team. Yeah. So I'm not surprised to see them like be a little bit more competitive. And you between, I know Hall got hurt. Um, but between Hall and Felino and Corey Perry, it's like to for, to be a guy that Bedard can look to because all those guys like Felino's the worst of those three, but has been like, but has been like the guy on his team for a lot of years. Right. Like those yeah. Columbus years, like he was a huge piece. I think he was their captain. He was captain um, for a few years. Yeah. So to just have like that breadth of like knowledge and experience guys who have won championships in the NHL to like, be like, Hey kid, we got you was a great move by Chicago. Chicago knows they're not going to win anything this year. Like the team's bad. It's not a good yeah. team. But I love it. I love watching him so far. I think it's great. Anytime you can inject like a a rookie into the league, like just always getting younger, always getting younger, always getting younger to like keep everything fresh. Um, I'm it sucks that he's on the Blackhawks, but 
Could have been a Canuck. Yeah. Yeah. But we decided to win at the end of the year. We don't need them. <laughs> Never. <laughs> hey, what about you? Chicago, Bedard, kind of just overall. Yeah, Chicago's been more frisky than I would have expected them to. Obviously, beating Pittsburgh game one. But, you know, that was just the biggest time to bet the Bruins right after. Yeah. <laughs> because there was no fucking way the Bruins were losing to Chicago. I'll tell you that for free. But Bedard getting his first goal, and it's a wraparound. Not too shabby. Yeah. And what I like to see about Bedard, obviously, like, how he's handled himself in media and stuff like that. But everyone was talking about his shot, how good it is. And it's just so nice to see him actually try and, like, utilize it and not, like, kind of tuck it away and try to be too cute and overthink things. He's averaging, like, six to seven shots a game. Right now, it feels like he's just firing it from everywhere are more than half of them missing the net. They're a little high sometimes, but he's trying to fire it and like kind of give people things to watch. And he's obviously playing his game, but no, he's been pretty exciting so far. And a lot of the rookies too, Logan Cooley, Brock Faber, there's been some excited rookies so far that have kind of come out of the gates firing. Um, Matthews. People were kind of, Calling him out almost or doubting him, uh, for lack of a better word, because of his down years, even though he cracked 40 last year, mm-hmm. which is a down year. <laughs> Darn. What a bum. Yeah, what an idiot. Comes out back to back hat tricks. Yep. Decent start. But Ilya Samsonov also gave up nine goals in two games. Kind of a problem. Your boys' thoughts on kind of Toronto. Matthews, hot start, but there's some skepticism there with the defense part of it and allowing goals and stuff. What do you guys think? I think the Toronto Maple Leafs are the Edmonton Oilers in the East. Uh, They're two teams that can score at will that have fantastic players at the front of your lineup. Connor McDavid. Leon Dreisaitl, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner. Like, the parallels are there. Uh, Morgan Riley, I guess, Evan Bouchard, right? Like, offensive defensemen. But then you look at the rest, and you're like, the rest of your defense kind of sucks. And your goalies are very suspect. (laughs) It's like, you know you have the talent. You need to find a way to get a goalie, not even an all-star, but just a guy who you can count on that you know what you're going to get from him. Yeah. You need to get a better set of defensemen and stop trying to like, Ooh, maybe plug. It's like both teams can afford to take away from the offensive firepower. Trade Zach Hyman, trade William Nylander to supplement the rest of your team. But until both these teams do these things, I will never pick them to win a Stanley cup. So yeah, Toronto, they'll be great this year. They're going to make the playoffs. They'll be the one, two, or three seed probably, maybe four. You know, maybe they hit a wild card just because, you know, someone in their division ends up being better. It happens. But they'll win a round, maybe two rounds. Maybe they'll make the cup final. I just have no confidence in that team because Ilya Samsonov is not that good. He is so streaky. Yeah, he is very streaky. He's mediocre streaky too, where it's not like some, like, 
really good goalies can be a little streaky. He's just not that good. Yeah, he'll have nine wins in a row, but he'll have like a three goals against average and like a sub 900 save percentage yeah, where he's, he's getting, got an 880 save percentage and a 3.25 goals against. He's winning six, four games where Matthews is putting up five, like those kind yeah, of games. He'll exactly. Win. He'll have the occasional random 22 save shutout, but he'll supplement it with like giving up four goals, but Toronto winning five, four. I know it's hard to acquire a legitimate number one defenseman in the NHL. I know it's the hardest thing to get really. Yeah. But God, figure out a way the devil's got Dougie Hamilton. Yeah. They like, they signed him. They were like, yep. Okay. This is our guy. Why? Like I, yeah. You bring in like, Oh, we have Morgan Riley. You know what we should do? Let's bring in Klingberg. (laughs) The guy who does the stuff that Riley already does. Yeah. What are you doing? Just, uh, at least like Edmonton brought in Ekholm. He's more on the defensive Mm -hmm. side and he's an actual solid piece. Solid. A great guy to play with an Evan Bouchard. Yeah, exactly. He's not looking to nurse is also more defensive. Yeah, but we'll give up five two on ones. Yes, in a game. <laughs> but he'll hit them. Whoops. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I I agree with those comparisons, a hundred percent. Would be a fun final to watch, though. Oh wow! That's the only way one of them wins a cup. Yes, because <laughs> yeah, if they both Canada play in the final, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. No, I one hundred percent agree. Uh, I'm gonna move on to this point, Hayden. Yes, are sir. the Canucks are the Canucks good? No, it's a faz. It's a facade. <laughs> Whatever you want to Fugazi. call it. It's a mirage. Yeah. Uh I think uh, I mean you got to talk it up to Demko flu game. Come on. Dude, that was fire, son. We all we all know the flu game walking down the tunnel. Meanwhile, puke is in his mask. Yeah. Thatcher and, Jordan baby. Yeah. Thatcher Jordan. <laughs> and then DeSmith just standing on top of his fucking head. The best um, <laughs> in the back-to-back <laughs> game, but it's like even even when Edmonton scored, it was like I never felt confident about it because then Vancouver just came right back, put up two-one. Edmonton tied it. Vancouver scored. Edmonton tied it. Vancouver scored, and that was it. And now they lost two nothing to the Flyers. And Woo! Like, <laughs> the Flyers are supposed to be the worst team. Back to Earth, baby. And you're <laughs> and you guys beat like one of the favorites to win yeah. a cup twice. Like the law yeah. of averages is averaging out in the weirdest fucking way. Yeah, know? Hayden. <laughs> I was just about to say that we had the definition of high, medium, low. We won eight <laughs> yeah. one. We won four three and we lost two nothing. Nice yeah. game. We're losing eight one. <laughs> we literally went, we divided by like we cut in half each time, kind of like yeah. zero four eight. Like we went up in increments. Yeah. So what's half next it. game? Half like I, I don't know what next game is going to bring. Negative four oh. goals, obviously. obviously. <laughs> yeah. Duh. We score on ourselves four times. It'll we be f- they score and all four goals get called back. <laughs> yes. There we go. Yeah. Like oh. And we lose one nothing. No, they are who we thought they were. Yeah. And some people let them off the hook. Yeah, I think there, this yeah. this game is more this game that just happened was more of a uh, a Carter Hart audition for another mm-hmm. team. 
because what was it like a 24 save shutout or something like that uh 25 actually Ah, my bad yeah so yeah like carter carter hart absolutely shut the door on them you know had a hat yeah the canucks are better than the flyers uh they are better than they played today yeah it's gonna happen but they're somewhere in between all of this they're yeah. more it's they're more like a four to three team where it's like, yeah, there'll be games where our goalie shuts the door enough and cannot score and whatever long season. But at best, this team is a bubble playoff team. Yeah, this they're is a, a wild team card that squeezes team. in. Yeah. But anything they'll, can happen. They'll finish with ninety-two to ninety-seven points. Yeah. And it depends on how the other teams finish. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, that's what we're kind of relying on to make it into the playoffs comfortably. You got to be a top for... three in your division because I feel like the Central's eating up most of those wild card spots. I disagree. Mm. I think Pacific is. You know I, so? I, I said that before the season. Eh, who knows? I'll pump my brakes after. Yeah, I have five Pacific teams making the playoffs. So, but regardless, I think that the wild card race is going to be tight no matter what. So I think. To lock up a playoff spot yeah, is stupid overtime points. Yeah, exactly. But no, Canucks didn't play great against Philly. Um, Demko stood on his fucking head. That was the only one. He had one of the saves of the year already, mm-hmm. I would say, on Scott Lawton. The dive back love save was unreal, but it's just so sad to see his Vesna performances go to waste. 40 saves on 42 shots. Stood on his head, and Vancouver just couldn't get anything going. Took penalties, took dumb penalties. It was brutal. It sucked. But on to the next game, I guess. Yeah. We beat Edmonton, though. Woo! I would rather beat Edmonton and lose to Philly, so that's hilarious. Yeah. Honestly, that's a good point. Except I had... I bet on... Like, I picked Moneyline mm-hmm. on every game on opening night slate. Or I guess... The night the Canucks played Edmonton. Yeah. The Wednesday, so October 11th. I got every single one right, except I picked Edmonton because they always beat fucking Vancouver. Everybody would have picked Edmonton. Dude, I picked Edmonton over six and a half, and that was the last thing I needed to hit for my $6 to turn into like $48, man. I had so, I was so pissed. And I also had another one, same game parlay with Hughes over one and a half shots. McDavid over one and a half points and both teams to score two goals. I had Aho recording a point and I had Colorado LA over five and a half goals. All of them hit except McDavid two points. And I'm like, this fucking happens every time they play him. And of course, <laughs> like the next game, he had a couple points against us. And I'm like, this sucks. I hate I, everyone. I hate this man. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. But my life. yeah, I guess rough start for the Oilers. Uh their goaltending is just abysmal right now. Skinner and Campbell both had a 750 save percentage against the Canucks in Tough uh, the first game. Tough. They had like looking soupy. Four goals allowed on 12 shots, each of them. It's just looking really bad. Uh um, they did win Skinner alive out there. Though. Yeah. What's that? Oh, I was just doing name puns. You need to ignore it. I said Campbell's I, looking soupy. Oh. And he's getting Skinner alive out there. 
Oh, gotcha. Yeah. 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 <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down. Corey is done. Kick him out of the. Woo! How do I do that? <laughs> but yeah, no, Edmonton, they're relying on their offense a lot right now, which isn't necessarily a good plan, but things need to change fast. But yes, they did win 6 1 tonight. Who do they beat again? The Predators. Oh, predators. Right. Yeah. Uh, Kind of weird. Campbell, 41 saves of 42 shots. UC Soros, four goals <laughs> and uh on set on uh, 11 shots. Oof. Yeah. You see, see the bench because you're aye. skating over to there because the other goal is count your on. sorrows. <laughs> oh, uh, dear Lord. It'll happen, right? Like you UC see Soros is a very good to goalie. the bench. Hell. Uh, yeah, some guys stinky stinkers. Yeah, bad games. It, it happens. happens. But, yeah, no, Edmonton, I'm not worried in the slightest about Edmonton, but they do need to be, they're, they're going to be top two in the Pacific, without a doubt. Um, but, yeah, their goaltending needs to be figured out fast. Yep. One, because I also have Skinner on my team, and I was just <laughs> late flare on a goal. <laughs> Hopefully it works. Um, going to some contract and injury news, Kirby Doc out for the remainder of the year with a torn ACL and MCL. Hopefully he can recover and come back fully healthy next year. But if anything, that's good for Montreal. He's looked pretty good in the year. So it's like, hey, that's one player that would have scored a few goals for you. Lose a few more games. Get another high draft. Exactly. Celebrini, baby. (laughs) But yeah, no, it just sucks. Kirby Doc's his development has been absolutely ruptured. Yeah. Because of... Just shitty development in Chicago and injuries. And it Mm -hmm. just sucks. And now it seems like he's in a very good place in Montreal around a lot of young, talented players to develop with. And he's just been fucked his two years he's been there. Good for me because I have Christian Dvorak in a league. It's deep. This is the deep one. Oh, (laughs) That's why I have Christian Dvorak. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, this should bump him up in the lineup. Yeah, I guess so. Tanner Pearson scored tonight. Oh, I was like, his hand's not dead. It's his second goal of the season, too. I saw a tube, saw a tube beside his name. I'm like, Canucks could need you. We need a guy like Tanner Pearson on our team. Only we had him. Uh, Devon <laughs> Taves signs a seven year, $50.75 million contract in Colorado, 7.25 AAV. Thoughts, boys? Sign your good players young. I mean, he ain't young. But he ain't old. He's 26-ish. I mean, that's still pretty young for like a 27. 27? Mid to late 20s. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In his prime. Yeah. Definitely in his prime. But his it's prime. not like it's he's like, the second most important defenseman on that team. Yes. So. Thousand percent. Hundred percent. So okay. yeah, I have no problem with that. That team's think, gonna win now, and that contract isn't too high. So you're good. Like, I think Devon Taves is a player. He's 29. Mm. Uh, turns oh. 30 on f- February 21st. Hmm. That takes him to like 37 years old. Yeah. 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 Maybe never mind. I thought he was 27. It's a no, win now team, baby. No, but I also think he's a type of player where his style of play will age with him. And mm. it's not like you're relying on an offensive defenseman who gets points like Eric Carlson making 11 where Devon Taves, I think at worst, he's probably worth four to 
four million, where it's like, okay, seven million ain't that bad. He's still this, useful. He's st- like he's a legitimate top four guy. So you, he his minimum contract is five and a half, six yeah. million dollars. Cause he's not like a plug and play top four. He's like, no, no, he's a guy you can put on your top pair and be like confident yeah. that he is supposed to be there. He's not flashy, he's not putting up a ton of points, but he moves the puck well. He's a really good two-way defenseman. So so I get it from there. And especially that cap's going up soon. Like there's no way it stagnates like this for much longer. Yeah. So next, if it's not next year, it's the year after that. It goes up a few million, goes up a few million after that. And then you're back to kind of where they should be again. And that seven million is it's probably manageable. equivalent to like sign him to five. To like a five and a half, five, seven, five deal. Yeah. No, I 100 percent agree. That was really, really good deal for both sides. Uh Owen Power. And this is where you sign your say young it again. kids. Say, yeah, say a line. <laughs> yeah, sign them sign young. Your, sign your young players to a decent contract. Yeah, eight years or seven years. Eight, isn't it? Because he's on there. Yeah, I thought it was eight, and then I saw a seven, and I'm like, I'm oh. pretty sure I saw an eight. I don't know. I thought I saw an eight too. But Aiden, do your uh, do your best there. Um, Eight or seven years, $66.8 million, 8.35 AAV. That means it was an eight-year deal. Yeah. But I also may have just done the math. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Long-term deal for eight-point-something million dollars for their first or second overall pick. First overall pick. First overall pick. In 2021? He's not worth that money right now. No. No. But, but I like years, the bet maybe from the Sabres. Yeah. Like they have their young core locked up for like $42 million a year, maybe yep. more, which is unreal. Mm-hmm. They have Darlene at 11, Owen Power at eight, Thompson and Cousins at like seven and six. Yeah, I and think they're like, looking at that Darlene contract and going, we think Owen Power will be at that level in a couple of years. Why don't we just pay him eight now instead of paying him 11 yeah. plus million? Yeah. And me and Hayden kind of talked about this, but like even signing Darlene, like 11 is rich for a defenseman, but you can afford to overpay to keep him because you have Tage and Cousins on bargain contracts. And so like the law we, of averages, Hayden, you were yeah. talking about, it all works out. As mm-hmm. we said earlier, the hardest things to acquire in the NHL are number one defensemen. Yeah. He is a number one defenseman. Yeah, exactly. You pay him, you pay, him, you pay McCarr, you pay Heiskanen, you pay Quinn Hughes, all these guys. You're like, you can't replace them. They're yeah. irreplaceable players in your lineup. You just pay them. You figure out what it takes and you pay them. If you can't pay them, you suck. 100%. If you willingly let them walk, you're an idiot. Fireable offense. Yeah. And they own power. Like Buffalo's gonna have like name. Two, two number one defensemen on their team because like he's he's mm-hmm. gonna develop into that type of player. Maybe not as much because he's sitting behind Darlene, but like he has the potential to be a number one defenseman in Buffalo. And they're just, different styles of guys. Yeah. Which like is Darlene's nice. more smooth, swifty. Yeah. Power plays a more power game. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Um Vegas. No Stanley Cup hangover for this team. They look very good. Lady Luck is on their side. 
Jack Eichel is up to his old tricks that he was on in Buffalo and the playoff run. It's this whole team's continued and they just look absolutely disgusting. They're deep. Yeah. That's the, if one line's not going one day, it's just like next, next Michael Amadio on the fourth line. You'll score a goal for us, right? He's like, you bet (laughs) half a point a game in the playoffs or something. You're like, yeah, there you go. Their defense is, uh, the best not spectacular. Like they don't have anyone like Petrangelo's a little older. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's nobody. Yeah. No one blows their socks. Yeah. But it's just six deep. Yeah. Uh, You're like, yeah, we can play all these guys 20 minutes a game. Boop, boop, boop. Go, go, go. They're young. The goalies, the random people they find. You're like, yeah, they're good. Like there's not one like defensive pair on Vegas that like I wouldn't match up against like mm-hmm. a top any team's top parent. It's like, no, I'm confident with like usually you do like matchups. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, come off because this line's on, like you match up better with them. It's like, no, I'm confident with any of that D pair. I'll leave McNabb and Haig out there. Yeah. I don't mind. It's no, yeah. Vegas is unreal. And Stevenson looks crazy right now. Eichel's going crazy. Yeah, they're just when you have William Carlson as your third line center, mm-hmm. I think you're doing fine. Yeah, I love the Vegas model. Just they're like, yeah, we'll t- we'll trade, we'll do that, we'll sign, we'll get rid of you, we'll get rid of you, we'll bring you in. What are we doing? All right, that's fine. You, we just won. Get out of here, Riley Smith. <laughs> we you don't need you anymore. Fourth Max. round. Oh, future considerations for Max Pacioretty. Yeah, see ya, Max. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, we're gonna bring somebody else in. Do whatever yeah. it takes to win. Yeah, Vegas is def- certainly uh, on the right track to have a good year once again. Uh, I got a last question here because not much other things has necessarily happened in the first week of the NHL. Lots of the same. Just a question for you guys. Besides maybe like Edmonton or whatever, because we kind of talked about them being contenders and starting off 0-2 against Vancouver. Besides them your most underwhelming team and then another team we go like whoa pump the brakes are not as good as their start what pump you the brakes got? team the vancouver canucks <laughs> i mean they yeah. played this afternoon so it's kind of whatever but they That's... were my pick of just like uh, everybody let's calm down they are they're not that good we can uh, outside of them pumping the brakes, nobody else really. I mean, everyone's either one, one or two games. Everyone's kind of sitting in the middle for my yeah. team. That is the biggest disappointment so far. I would say, I feel like the Sabres had a lot of hype coming into the year about like, Ooh, they're going to take that next step. They've kind of been that team last couple years. And yeah, you're not really seeing it yet. So, them. But again, three games. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it's more so like if you've seen like a style of play kind of thing, like a team play and they just haven't looked good. Because mm-hmm. like you can only look at look into standing so much at this point in the season after the first week because it's like you yeah. can have two bad games in a Like if they have two bad games in a row and in their 41st and 42nd game, you're not going to really look into it. But like, mm-hmm. you know. But I had a couple of the same answers there. Um, like Buffalo was my kind of underwhelming team. Like I had them 
making the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys are kind of making me look like an asshole right now. So <laughs> figure it out. Please. Like Devin Levi, you're supposed to be this the greatest goalie of all time. And yeah. You've let in goals this year. What are you doing? Idiot. Yeah. But no, Seattle also doesn't look yeah. great. Two goals for, nine goals against. They were my other one. Seattle was mine. Sorry, Hayden. You say that, and then I'll Uh, I'll edit and post. Yeah, Yeah. okay. So Seattle's actually my underwhelming team. (laughs) That's a good pick. (laughs) That's a great pick. Yeah, man. Original. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, That was my other one. I think think what Jeff, not what Jeff said, I think uh, what they've let in like nine goals in like two games or something like that. Not good. Yo, let me look that up real quick. You're correct. Actually <laughs> correct. <laughs> I have uh, a feeling. <laughs> my my other team was like kind of like pump the brakes. Uh, the Sens. Yeah, they're number three. Uh, in the Atlantic, I don't think they're gonna be up there. Sens a sneaky bubble playoff team though. I think so as well. Like I predicted them to kind of be like New Jersey. Talent there. Yeah, they just. I don't think they're there yet. Timmy Stutzla. He's looked good. That kid's dynamite. Yeah, he's looked delicious. Best pick in that draft, probably. What was he, like, fifth overall? I think he overall? went somewhere third between third and, third. third and fifth he's or third. something like that. Third. third. Yeah. Third overall. Like, man, Who went he looks... Before? Was, it, was that Lafreniere, Byfield, yep. Stutzel? Yeah. Yikes. Right? And Byfield looks like the worst by far out of that. Uh, he's been hurt a lot, but exactly, he, like, yeah, he just hasn't been able to like play. Lafreniere looks like he just isn't going to be a superstar. Like, uh, mid, like he could be a twenty goal guy, which like not what you want in a first overall pick. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, when you're drafting from the QMJHL, they play like softies <laughs> down there, and when they That's get right. to the NHL, it's like, oh, this isn't a no hitting league like the Q. Yeah, damn it. But uh, my pump the brakes team is Detroit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're getting off to a hot start right now. DeBrinkat's looked really good, but I just don't like Detroit's model right now. And I think like Vili Huso is going to slow down. I just think that they're not going to keep this up right now. But, Stevie Wise building a contender down there in Michigan. Yeah. The eyes Secret are playing. Uh, a there lot can of people. Only be one good team in Detroit. Okay, that's the Lions. That's Pistons. The Michigan Wolverines. Hey. hey. But it's people are uh, crowning Vasilevsky the MVP of the league right now because Tampa's one, one and two. Yeah. <laughs> one, two, and one. So, without him, they're nothing. Not good. So, but Not obviously, good. first week. Let's kind of take things a bit more serious once it's a month and a half, two months in. Then we'll really get a taste of how teams really are. But do you uh, looking ahead into the week, boys? Let's just we can kind of give picks or whatever. Do you have anything that you like for uh, hockey wagering, whether it's props, player props in certain games, uh, any matchups exactly that you're looking at? Maybe we can look at. Wednesday, Thursday night. Yeah, um, I'll just say a couple. Uh, Bedard's shots on net are at like an all-time low. Like what, like three and a half shots? Uh, pump the over. 
Yeah, he shoots absolutely, the puck a lot. Absolutely pump the over. Okay. And then um oh fuck, who was it? I think it's like New Jersey as well. Look for them to be on the come up. They have a pretty pretty favorable schedule if I if I looked at that correctly. Okay. Let me, let me just see that. Uh New Jersey Devils schedule. Yeah, it is pretty favorable. They play the Islanders. They play the Canadians, the Capitals, the Sabres, and the Wild. Their next five games. Uh, I would, I think you can bet like uh, games winning streaks on uh, bet three six five. So, I would do a three game win streak right there for the Dev- uh, for the Devils. That's a very interesting little play, yeah. right there. I like that a lot, actually. If you can bet winning streaks, there's you there's always usually a team that goes on heaters, and um, New Jersey's certainly one that I can picture. Yeah, especially after losing to Arizona and the Panthers. Yeah, they look for them to be slapping someone in the face. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Corey, what about you, buddy? Give me anything. Uh. Give me Brock Besser to score a goal against the Tampa Bay Lightning coming up on Thursday. Oh, okay. That's what I got. He's getting back to his scoring ways, my boy. I just, I want him to do so well this year. So I'm putting out the vibes. I like that a lot. I like that. Um, I'm going um, Pittsburgh, Detroit for Wednesday. I like uh, Crosby with the power play point. He seems to just be dialed right now with everything. And um, Ovi to score a goal against Washington. Ovi to score against Washington? Own goal? Oh, sorry. Ottawa. (laughs) Oh, less cool. The odds are crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, do the it. The value's there. It has to happen at some point. But no, that was a that was a great episode, gentlemen. Corey, once again, as always, thank you so much for coming on. And Thanks for having me, boys. Showing us your pretty face and giving us your voice. Love that. I'll do anything uh, to you. For you. <laughs> fuck, fuck. Where can the people find you, man? Corey underscore Latondra Twitter X.com. I don't know. That's pretty much it. You can find me, find me wherever uh, things that smell good are. Love that. Yeah. Any snacktastic things or is that on pause once again? A hiatus. Hiatus. You know, I'm just so busy. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> Aiden? On Instagram and Twitter at Hayden underscore Barton. Woo. You can follow me on Instagram at Jevin.Lefave, on Twitter at JevinLefave. Find everything for the show at Left Side Heavy underscore. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>